Punkers here, Adelaide Yurks, and Taxons. If you managed to get some earbuds in there, welcome to the Wonder Yurks for all your Animorphs re-reading and eventual re-watching needs. I'm Sarah. I am Blair. Oh, I'm Seda. Yeah, I'm was Seda. that a young? I'm Seda. I'm sorry. I'm looking at pictures of baby boars still. <laughs> still? And just getting really comfortable. <laughs> you gotta be comfortable if you're gonna podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> Uh, me and Seda were talking earlier, and they were sending me pictures, well, sending the group chat pictures of baby boars, and, like, I need to not be distracted by these boars, because I need to finish this book, so I see that as still your top priority right now. I finished the book. You did finish is this, the book. Is this, is, this, is, this the always, is this the Always Sunny group chat? Yes, it is. <laughs> okay. Always Sunny slash pictures of baby boars, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whenever I feel like it. <laughs> yep. Two very strong themes that we never verge away from, ever. Yeah. <laughs> is Always Sunny, like, still entirely on Netflix? No, it's on Hulu, though. Oh, fuck me. If it was on Netflix, I would, like, cons- I would genuinely consider, like, doing a deep-ass dive. Because, like, I watched five episodes, and I was like, oh, I like this. And then I got to the one where, uh, I think it's Dennis dates a... a- Dennis goes yep. to a, a, pro- a-, a pro-life protest in order to fuck someone? Yeah, uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, this, may- this might not be for me. <laughs> Look. It's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's not something I necessarily recommend. It's just yeah, something I... that I spend a lot of time on now. <laughs> <laughs> the League of Legends of, of television. I don't... Oh, yeah, okay. I guess. <laughs> you spend a lot of time on it, you're not necessarily sure you recommend it, and anyone who genuinely likes any of the people in it, you should run away from it at, t- at top speed. Yeah. <laughs> It just depends on where you're going at it. This is our It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia podcast, The Wonder Yorks. Um, I guess it like on Reddit, it's horrible because like the re- subreddit is just like... Just, Reddit. I mean, it's just Reddit, but it's just quotes from the show. So it's like, I've seen the show. I know what people say on the show. But also, yeah. but the Tumblr fandom is like bad in a different way because <laughs> there's a lot of womanification going on. And it's like... There's, I know there's never going to be any consistent middle ground between those two, but it's still, like, <laughs> between a rock and, like, a... a the softest ring. place. The softest The place. stickiest, <laughs> softest place that's just, like, a bed that when you sleep on it, your whole spine goes in a S and you just wake up. You can't fucking walk anymore. Yeah. Lifelong scoliosis. We, we read a book. We read the second Megamorphs which is called In the Time of Dinosaurs, which uh, in our, before we started recording, little chat, chatter, seems to be a bit of a divisive book between us. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm see, listen, I, I get it. I, I genuinely do. Tyrannosaurs are just, the, the, the scale of things in this book are too vast to really comprehend. Like, okay, okay. Si- like, si- like 60, like, let me just start here. So obviously the size of everything that is happening, the dinosaurs fucking everything, it's hard to like, it's a large jump. Also, 65 years to me, I think that. I'm like, that's a long time. You say, you you multiply that by a million and my fucking brain explodes. This is so incomprehensibly long ago. I genuinely thinking about this far in the past scares me because of just how much time it is. Well, it's also the thing that all dinosaurs are the same to me. So they would they would say another name you of a dinosaur. You take that back, you motherfucker. <laughs> what? All dinosaurs are the same? Are you fucking kidding me no, to me to me i'm not saying they actually are all the same but my when i see okay, the name sorry, of the guys, dinosaur one second. there's literally a fucking parade going by my, my apartment right now so <laughs> oh if we can just God. take a goddamn minute they would describe a dinosaur 
and it would go into my brain and then fall out of my brain because I don't have any conception, like I don't have a visualization of a dinosaur and I was not about to Google it because I'm reading a book. Um, I can under I, then, I understand that you are entirely valid. It is just all of these dinosaurs. I yes, they all enter. Did you not watch the Land Before Time? No, I don't like dinosaurs. Okay, <laughs> that, okay, that actually probably explains a lot. The Land Before Time is like my basis for every dinosaur that I know, pretty much. Okay, okay. I love the Land Before Time, but I definitely don't think I took any dinosaur knowledge from it. And for me, this is not about the dinosaurs. I think dinosaurs are actually pretty cool because um, I love animals and I love fucking science or whatever the hell. Um, sure. I think dinosaurs are cool when I'm reading non-fiction about them sure. i don't care about fictional dinosaurs and also this book just had all like a lot of the things that i don't care about in animorphs and not a lot of the things that i do care about in animorphs mm-hmm. um like a lot of like action sequences I- i'm overemphasizing myself here i do kind of agree with you that this was weaker i said before the show that i thought this was better than the first megamorphs and i'm completely wrong in that statement because but, like, the the action in this one... I thought the action in the first Megamorphs, though and action, action is not what I come to Animorphs for, mm-hmm. the action in that one was better, and also this... If a dinosaur, like, drove a car, this might be better. <laughs> this might be higher ranked, but it does not have big Gymosaurus driving a car. Yeah. This one, I just feel, was too long. But I do, th- I do yeah. think this one... This one... This one... Oh, go on. Oh, um, I was just going to say, like, nobody actually dies in this one, but I thought the the close, the, the flirts with death yeah, were um, a lot less interesting than the actual deaths in the first Megamorphs, because Rachel yeah, got, that's fair. like, eaten by fire ants, right? <laughs> that happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um... But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, like, there was a lot of almost getting eaten in this one mm-hmm. yeah which that's makes fair. sense because what else are dinosaurs doing yeah but <laughs> that's fair i did think there were some strong character moments in this one that i do very much want to talk about oh, there yeah, were okay. for sure a couple but i think the problem is mostly that the megamorphs are allowed to be longer which means that there was a lot of fat that could have been trimmed, could have been trimmed on this. Yeah, um, and this I, did not need to be. This did not need to be a megamorph. Yeah, yeah, I think that the ratio of character moments to content was actually significantly lower than your average animorphs book. I do mm-hmm. think that the character moments that we got were very good. There's 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 a really good moment between Axe and Cassie. There's a ton of great Axe lines in this that I just. Like, yeah, no, I this is, agree. This, if, this had just been, if this had just been a whole-ass axe book and it would have just been a regular Animorphs, I would have fucking loved it. Yeah. You were saying, Seda? Sorry. I woke up in a really bad mood today, so it's possible that that colored, like, my interpretation <laughs> of the book. But I do think that a lot of my opinions are about it. A, a lot of my opinions about it are just my actual opinions. Sure. Um, yeah. Perhaps just intensified. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um... But, uh, we Should can we look like, at this cover. Yeah, let's get into the, Actually, I, I, I think the cover is pretty cute. Um, it's got, just got some, uh, some eyes on it. Yeah, it is really cute and, um, very purple. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not the color of any of the animals. Mm-mm. That's okay. We don't know that. We don't know that. <laughs> well, of the, the animals that are on it, right? Oh, true. 
Because we see, like, owl, well, Hawkeyes, obviously, Hawkeyes, yeah. and then a bunch of people, and then an Andalite, and in the background, there's sort of, like, a giraffe skin, a cheetah skin, a tiger skin. Um, we don't get any of those. No, we don't get any of those, and they're all purple, but you know what? I love it. <laughs> also, some of those morphs don't even, haven't even been in the books. Like, I don't think anyone's morphed a giraffe. I want someone to morph a giraffe so bad. They do talk about giraffes in this book, though. All right, listen, I, listen. I want to, I, I, I want to get out in front of this because I'm just reminded of this suddenly. The I know it's like the the um the fucking what is the word I'm thinking of? Like I know it's like the lead morph for this book. Like it's the fucking big ass morph for this book. Mm-hmm. The way Caplegate describes the T Rex morph. It's horny, and I hate to say it, but it is. I, I like. I still have my policy of just like skipping over the morphs. But I um, was curious because it was the flag flagship. That's the word. It was the flagship morph for this for this mega morphs, and I was like, wonder how she writes this. And it's just top to bottom. It's just like I totally didn't get that at all. Real, okay. I'm pulling. This is me really way too much about myself. Seda, how much? How many transformation stories do you read on For Affinity on average? I mean, how many of them have you read? Like, sure, but I think that because if you look at something like how she describes a tiger morph, it's like has a, such a like inherently horny energy to it mm-hmm. that I, I just didn't get the, in the same way from the T Rex one. I I felt like. I just felt like I had read these words before, the way they have written, the way, the order in which they are placed, and I'm revealing way too much about myself in this conversation, but what the fuck ever, no one's listening to this pod, no one is listening to this podcast who doesn't have my AD, pretty much. Because <laughs> it's only mutual, it's only my mutuals on Twitter that listen to the show, pretty so much. I guarantee you've talked about it on this podcast oh. before. Oh, absolutely, sure. 100%. <laughs> There's no secrets here. No. None at all. Um, anyways, um, I think I'm getting a little bit, I know it's only happened twice, but I'm getting kind of tired of the Sario rib. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's just time, it's just a chance to, for time travel. It's a Shit. chance for time, it's a chance for time travel and Do you know if that comes up in, to, like, later Megamorphs? I mean, the first, it didn't, it, the first time it happened, it wasn't a Megamorphs, was it? Was it not? No. What was the last Megamorphs then? No, it wasn't. It was a Jake book. The last Megamorphs was, um, Rachel gets amnesia. There's that, like, oh, big shit, swarm thing right. following the morph that energy. That was so good. That shit. Yeah, big Jim drives a car. No, I was... Uh, Cassie stays down and uh, out of fear. Yeah, yeah. No, I totally... That one was so good. I totally mixed up the last, um, time travel book, which was, definitely was a Jake book, with the last Megamorphs. But no, fuck, the last Megamorphs was so good. Um, God, it was so good. Um, fuck this book. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) It is definitely, like, definitively my least favorite book we've read so far. Yeah. Which isn't to say I even really disliked it. Mm -hmm. Just, it's just my least favorite. Yeah. Yeah, it does, it does, I, I, I talked it up at the start, but, like, it doesn't really... You're also allowed to like it. You are allowed <laughs> no, to like I, it. No, I, I, think, I, think, I think I was really full bore on liking this at first, and I Don't did... Don't harsh your vibes. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm too susceptible to outside influence, <laughs> and yet somehow I never folded to peer pressure and didn't drink a single alcohol until I was 20 and a half. <laughs> um... 
it's not a weak book in general. I just don't think it's a strong Animorphs book. But we let's get into the details of it um, because it opens with Marco talking about how he has a blowhole, so he's like a dolphin or whatever. <laughs> it's um, like in media res, then like uh, backs up a in media res few in a minutes, weird way, in a very weird way. Like um, it's all, it's just it's just the opening chapter gambit of hi, I can turn into an animal. Let's back up a second. Yeah, but it but it backs up. <laughs> Okay, so a, a, be- <laughs> a better in media res would be if they were with dinosaurs, but this is like they 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 back up like thirty minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like weird. It's a bit weird. Fine. Um, so Marco describes the whole like conceit of animorphs, and I'm like, yep, mm-hmm, I've been here. Yep. Um, I I do a podcast on this. I understand, Marco. Thank you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> do, does, like, young adult fiction still do that? Like, I feel as though, because, it, in it, like, I read a lot of Babysitter's Club, um, mm-hmm. and by the time I was, I was still in, like, single-digit ages when I learned that you can just skip the entire first chapter because it will be the exact same thing every single time. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I don't actually really know any long, like, any modern, long-standing young adult series that like have a new book out every month or something yeah there's not really serialized young adult novels anymore they're They're... more like actual novel length yeah yeah also like what were like some of the i'm curious like what were some of the big ones from back in the yeah i guess actually there were a lot there were the uh what was it the trailer orphans or whatever the fuck the boxcar kids boxcar kids (laughs) sweet valley high (laughs) and all of its spinoffs warrior cats shit warrior cats can we do a warrior cats podcast after this is over no i i the first time i heard about warrior cats was the mabim bam bit i have no <laughs> idea what it is say that you just said warrior cats <laughs> i read i would say maybe five warrior cats books but then i was like man i don't care about these talking cats enough so then i stopped reading them warrior cats are cats that shit directly outside the litter box and say wang yeah at you. <laughs> both of my cats <laughs> Um. <laughs> so we open with a, we open with the Marco chapter. He rewinds like thirty minutes, and there's just a really good line that, of him and it, uh, of him and his dad. And he's like, "I was sitting on the couch, wondering if I had enough the energy to go to the kitchen and get my Doritos." And my dad was there too. He was slumped on the couch, wondering if he had the energy to go to the kitchen and get his cheese puffs. Yep. Yeah. I like their parents. Their parents are fun. It's their really parents are good. Cute. I want to spend more time with um, uh. Oh, whose house did Axe go to when he morphed Jake? Was that Cassie's house with the no, super that, spicy chili? Oh yeah, that was Cassie's house. Yeah, I want to meet. I want to spend more time with Cassie's parents. Yeah. There's also. I feel like we get to see them the most, which is great. Um, there's also at one point much later um, a throwaway line that Rachel does about her mom, which also made me very happy because um, they like see some fruit growing on a tree, and Axe is like. Or Tobias is like, don't dates grow on trees? And she's like, oh, my, not according to my mom. It's been so long since the divorce, and she's just trying to get back out there. And you were talking about the fruit. Okay. <laughs> I love her. What? Um, but yeah, Marco and his dad are watching the news, and he sees nudes about nudes. He sees news about a nuclear sub sinking. And mm-hmm. is like, well, God fucking damn it. This seems like the type of shit that we're supposed to help deal with motherfucker i guess i'll go tell jake he's like so mad about being a hero (laughs) right also there's no reason for him to get involved right because there's like no guarantee that the yerks were even involved in this i i don't even i think that it wasn't even 
Was that the implication that it was Yerk? Because I, I really, I really felt like it was. I don't think there was anything. I think they just like, there's people. We should help. And yeah. It's like, you don't need to. This isn't your job. Your job is to like, your job is alien based. Like people die all the time, Marco. <laughs> yeah. um, there's also a great line here where um, they're talking about Spider-Man and Rachel criticizes his costume because the fabric is unrealistic mm-hmm. um i love that being what she takes issue with in spider-man she's like oh what yeah spider-man what does he even wear his costume never bunches up at the knees <laughs> it's like yeah of course that's what rachel cares about i love her <laughs> i love her oh um but yeah they turn into dolphins and go try to find this submarine mm-hmm. um and um th- this, is, this only came up because I got into a conversation last night about this, but um, for some reason, when I was reading about this, like, submarine trapped underwater, I couldn't stop thinking about the uh, fucking... What the fuck was it called? I was look, I was just looking at it last night. The Bifurd Dolphin Diving Bell incident. Oh, I don't know anything about that. Mm-mm. Oh, it's some extremely gruesome shit from the 1980s where... Um, skip ahead, like, 30 seconds if you don't want to hear something gross. There were some divers in a very highly pressured underwater chamber, and they fucked up the the the, ch- the chamber transfer, and basically things went from at, uh, nine atmosphere nine nine atmospheres to one in like a split second, mm-hmm. to, and two guys were uh, pushed with enough force against a grate to separate fat from lean. That's crazy, and also some Final Destination shit. Yeah, um, that is some that is some straight up. Everyone is made of meat and only meat. Final destination shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Okay, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Um, uh, so yeah, so they go out. They go to. So they try to save some people. It doesn't matter. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I looked at the Wikipedia article again, and I just skip ahead another thirty seconds because I just need to read this sentence because it's fucking me up. Mm-hmm. Are you good, Sada? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, maybe earmuffs for 30 seconds. Okay, I'm just taking my headphones out. Good call. Subsequent investigation by forensic pathologists determined that Helovic, one of the divers, being exposed to the highest pressure gradient and in the process of moving to secure the inner door, was forced with a 60 centimeters diameter opening created by the jammed interior trunk door by escaping air and violently, violently dismembered, including bisection of his thoracoabdominal thor- cavity, which further resulted in expulsion of all the internal organs of his chest and abdomen, except the trachea and a section of his small intestine and of the thoracic spine. Humans are just made of meat. Humans are just made of meat. Fabulous. Uh, oh my god. So a bomb goes off and they get shot back to the fucking... Cenozoic uh, era? Was it Cenozoic? I don't know. About 65 million years ago. Um, they take so fucking long to learn or admit that they're in the dinosaur era. I think that's one of the reasons I was so frustrated. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> because like with as much time travel shit as they've done in the past, you know, few months, year of their life or whatever, and as much Which like is warping. To say any. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. It, it, the fact that it's like a good third of the way through the book before they're actually like, oh, I think we're in dinosaur land. Well, it's Tobias like, is there. Like, he's like, oh, it's dinosaurs. But Yeah, but, and he doesn't want to say it for some reason. <laughs> he doesn't want Marco to make fun of him. Yeah. Um, but also he's a bird and could peck his eyes out, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no one's allowed to make fun of Tobias because... Uh, Tobias is a bird. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that takes forever. Um, but they get, like, swallowed. 
like Rachel. This is horrible. I hated this. It sucks. Also, it went on for so long. So um, long, like three chapters. Yeah, five um, even. And that's the thing, because usually something like this is half a chapter, right? Yeah. At most, um, and maybe a full chapter. This, yeah, we we I, I get separating the I get separating the fucking party, but like yeah. But then there becomes a weird the, time the, thing, and the the, the they the, did I don't know. they they switched over to the other group for way too long. <laughs> Yeah, we we should we should not have had to wait like we should not have had to wait like seven chapters to find Rachel, which admittedly rather rawly turning into a bear in the intestines of a uh, I don't remember what the dinosaur's name was off the dome, but uh, she swipes at his lungs and breathes that air and then cuts through the dinosaur stomach. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, and Tobias is in morph. Or in his, like, hawk body this entire time. Yeah. Because uh, he didn't have enough, like, and, strength to morph. Yeah. Um, and he manages to escape with a broken wing. Yeah, but they also pretty gruesomely describe his, like, feathers being half-digested off and stuff. He yeah. definitely survived his injuries way too easily, given that now Capelgate <laughs> comes up with this, just so that we can have Tobias suffer for the entire book, comes <laughs> oh, up with a baby. new rule where... You can't like morphing back into hawk doesn't fix his inner uh, his well, injuries. No, of course not. Of course it doesn't. It's yeah, just well, like yeah. No, say say to that. Say to that's logically consistent. Like um, I the... get it, but it's like th- they should know that and not like if that wasn't a rule already, then they shouldn't have the conversation about like no, then just demorph and then remorph and it'll work. Like because then he tries to demorph and then it hurts, so he. T- <laughs> Um, it's just, it's, yeah, poor, poor thing. He doesn't yeah. deserve this. <laughs> he works so hard and he knows dinosaurs so well. He doesn't deserve this. He does. This. He knows so much about dinosaurs. I'm so proud of him. <laughs> Me too. So good. Uh, oh, but I will say there's a, one of the early on very raw moments is after Tobias and Rachel get swallowed. Um, Cassie is losing her mind and she has to be like bodily dragged away by all of the boys because she's just like trying to swim back screaming Rachel's name over and over going into a yep. fight that everyone knows she cannot win and has to be pulled away and it takes Cassie a has a like holy bad shit, fucking Cass. day here <laughs> yeah there's a lot there's a line of, there's a line a couple of chapters on or it might be in that same chapter I'm not sure but she says I realized I was crying I guess I had been off and on since we dragged up out of the sea yeah that happens um and it's it's actually surrounded by a really lovely moment because she's crying and Jake hugs her because obviously she's crying and then Jake like pulls away awkwardly because he doesn't want Marco to make fun of him. Um, and Cassie says, but Marco has a good heart. He knows when to let things go. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because it's another one of these things. And I, I think it happened our la- the last book we read where they like, as far as they know, their friends are dead. And it's like, yeah, like we as the audience know that's not going to happen because there's more books later in the series. Right. But it's still like, Jesus, you guys. <laughs> like, can you... I, I just... There's... um, Yeah, there's just... It's just thing after thing after thing in this particular book. Like, they see this herbivore dinosaur go out of their way to establish that it's definitely a baby. Mm-hmm. And then have it get eaten by a T-Rex in front of us. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Nature. Dinosaurs. Cool. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see it. <laughs> They're like, oh, it's a baby. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can I rewind for a second? I got to talk about this line from the very first chapter of the book. Okay, go for it. From the Marco, from a Marco chapter. Um, this is the second time this has happened. Well, the first time it happened, it was Jake. But here's a line from Marco. Axe was in his disturbingly attractive human morph. I know. Hey, Marco. <laughs> hey, Marco. I Boy literally friends. don't even. I don't <laughs> even write down when they do that anymore. Because it's just every fucking it's time, just, and it's always like, just the boy. There is there like even if you're like oh well Axe just, or like Marco just even if you're like some stupid denier like oh Mar- uh, Marco can just like he can just understand people that are like objectively attractive like literally the episode with fucking Zachary Taylor Thomas uh the Zachary Taylor Thomas stand in he and Jake were both like that guy's fucking ugly yeah <laughs> boyfriend he's just uh, he's just gay yeah it's true Friends. um i want to say uh Tobias and Rachel should never go on missions by themselves because they are both way too ready to die at any given moment. I know! I think that, like, it's almost every single chapter from one of their perspectives that something horrible happens and they're like, whatever. Like Time to die! <laughs> yeah, like, in the when they're still in the, in the thing, Rachel's like, well, I'm probably going to die, but at least I'll take this monster down with me. Later, Tobias gets super hurt and he's like, well, I'm definitely going to die, but I'm not going to say anything because I don't want my friends to get hurt. Like, every chapter, they jump off a cliff together like it's yeah <laughs> they need somebody with them to temper them like they need someone they need some sort of uh ego <laughs> you know like yeah yeah some sort of some mess. sort of base survival instinct yeah mm-hmm. they literally they're so ready to go they they're are like it's so my time to, whatever to i'm 15 <laughs> yeah uh, like the fatalists are grouped together um yeah. and then there's like jake cassie Marco and Axe. Axe is kind of a fatalist. Um, mm. uh, but they're just like, I guess we're like camp, you know? <laughs> it's chill. Yeah. Um, uh, comparatively chill. Comparatively uh, chill. Like, they, yeah, they make a fire, whereas Rachel is just walking with an eagle, a uh, hawk in her arms, um, bleeding, covered in bugs, um, probably getting badly sunburned, right? Like, she, right. <laughs> they're, she's, um, she rips her clothes to make a bandage for him and very carefully does it in the most fashion conscious way by like making her shirt into like a midriff bearing shirt. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't like put anything on her feet or whatever. The others at least make shoes. Like it's <laughs> out, of, out of Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, yeah they sure did. Uh, <laughs> These poor fucking kids. Yeah. I'm also, so- Rachel and Tobias can't ever like admit to each other that they're hurt. Like, Rachel's like, oh, Tobias, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, totally. And then he's, like, digging his talons into her. And he's like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, yeah, of course. Like, guys, <laughs> yeah. guys, guys, please. It's okay. Like, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, we... just, I, I, I'm having some I'm, I'm having some feels about other cast members for a moment. Sure. Because there's, um, when, when the other four are uh, sitting around the fire, sitting around the fire that they've made, um, I... Cassie and Axe, they, like, draw lots, and Cassie and Axe take first shift in the night so that they don't get snuck up on by some dinosaur. Mm-hmm. And there is this touching moment where Cassie and Axe are both talking about, t- uh, are just both talking about being terrified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to see if I can, I, I highlighted it. Oh, yeah. Cassie says, are you scared, Axe? Uh, me too. And, 
I mean, I love them bonding because they both have sort of a non-standard view of humans. Like, yeah, Cass is literally an alien, and Cassie's one of those people who's like, yeah, humans are all animals, but also we have like a certain responsibility to the other animals in our world. Like, mm-hmm. it's they're both like sort of outside of regular humanity, one in a much more obvious way than the other. But right. it's mm-hmm. really nice to see them like bonding and talking about humans. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't see him one-on-one as much as I would like. Yeah, totally. Which is interesting considering that he lives behind her house. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Um, So another thing we learned about Tobias is that um, he was, because of his broken household and abusive father, I think we we don't get explicit words, but we basically do. Yeah. Uh, He used dinosaurs. He did dinosaurs. Dinosaurs was his thing. To cope. Some people dinosaurs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was his his uncle in this example, but. Oh, the uncle. Right. Sorry. Right. Because his parents. We have no idea as far as I know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's right. I think that I think there's something about that explained in in the one of the uh, one of the non Megamorph spinoff books, which we do have to start doing at some point. Tobias is the saddest boy alive. (laughs) It, It. Yeah, he is. And it's interesting because with this book, we get him to talking a lot about his predator instincts but we mm-hmm. also get him talking about his childhood trauma and it's like oh, hey bud maybe so you're much. not a hawk maybe you have hypervigilance because of your CTP- cptsd <laughs> like yeah <laughs> it's like it's fine <laughs> you know can we get these children in some therapy some fucking therapy please <laughs> someone just please an adult for these children <laughs> like anything rachel and tobias are being chased eventually like a pack a pack of dinosaurs starts chasing them and rachel runs so hard and fast that she throws up and tobias has a moment where he's like well at least the weird smell of vomit will probably attract the dinosaur's attention and it's like tobias sure i am very happy for him that he gets the first dinosaur morph yeah um it's what he deserves mm-hmm. He deserved to keep it too, though. He deserved to thing. keep it. He, he does. He does very much deserve to keep it. Yeah. And yeah. And then, yeah. Okay. It's. I was gonna make. I was gonna make my stupid mountain goats joke that I made in the in the in the Twitter DMs, but I'm, <laughs> I'm not up to it. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. It is a good one. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, it's a dance music I, reference. I'm sure y'all can yeah. piece it together. Yeah. Um, Leaning close to my little stegosaurus on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> um. We. Very early on, this was another thing. It's all of the twists in this book were way, like, none of them made me go, holy shit. You know, Super, like, like, I called it immediately. There yeah. Was one, there, there was one that made me, holy shit, but, like, kind of not what happened, rather how it happened. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, early on. Uh, it's Cassie, Cassie and Axe like looking up at a comet and they're saying, isn't it beautiful? And you're like, hmm, okay. And then they notice the comet again when Jake and Marco wake up and you're like, oh, hmm. And then Jake's like, wow, that comet looks really close. Is it gonna hit us? And Axe is like, probably not. And it's like, Jesus. <laughs> he calculates that it's gonna miss by like a, by like some kilometers like yeah. two diameters of the earth or something like that yeah like bitch have you seen melancholia it's gonna wrap around and hit again well and it's like it's like the second that tobias was like oh this is the last 
um, era of the dinosaurs. And I'm like, okay, so this is like the comet is going to hit them and they're going to go extinct. I mean, yeah. That's like the uh, second he said that, I was like, oh, that's that's what the – and then they're going to – and that explode. like I just knew exactly what was going to happen with the rest of the book. And that explosion is going to catapult them to the future. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and um, the uh, – what was I going to say? Fucking the – uh, oh yeah, um, no spoilies, but I am just gonna say between Seda and me, Seda who has read all of the books, yes, previously? No. No? Okay. Then I'm just saying this, there is a very big endgame moment heavily foreshadowed in one of the conversations in this book and it fucking blew my mind when I saw it. Okay. Interesting. I just wanted to say that, but, um, I'm, the, like, uh, remind, like, if we, if this... If you somehow, if one of us somehow remembers this by the time that we get to that moment, remind me. And we definitely won't. <laughs> remind me, at me on Twitter, and I will talk about it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. Well, that is something. Because I usually think of the these books as, like, ha- having very little consequence. No, um, it, it, it's more of a character, it's more of, like, a character personality foreshadowing. Okay. But it gets, it, it makes some definite allusions to things that happen in the future of the books. This is all very mysterious. It's good as hell. Okay. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so I just want to I just want to dump a couple of axe lines uh, because um, someone references Marco like, or no Jake actually references uh, Jurassic Park and says you know clone DNA from old dinosaur bones and axe just casually drops that is scientifically possible and just moves on. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then there's also this really good line from Axe like later on that same page. Where Marcus like, what? You can't whip up a fusion bomb, and Axe is like, fusion bomb? <laughs> oh, a fusion explosive? Is that what that was? Fusion fusion is only used in children's toys, you know, to make the little dolls speak and so on. Yeah. Okay. There's something about Andalite culture that's so needlessly complicated. Um, I love every bit of it, though. Because you because we make do- dolls talk in human worlds. Yeah. Like we do maybe that. Not, like maybe they're like super fresh dolls, though. Uh, oh, maybe, but also. I don't think you would need like fusion to do that or whatever. <laughs> um, there, yeah, there's axe, axe. <laughs> I, yeah. I, um, I, I know yeah. you're not the spokesperson for every Andalite, but like, come on, guy, <laughs> it's not necessary. Well, this book is also entirely uh, covered all the way through with axe being like, I just don't know that much about the rifts. I wasn't paying attention. I didn't know I'd need to know. <laughs> It's like axe. Pay attention in one class, bud. The you most can't. clearly the most important class. Right? Yeah, right. Certainly the most relevant to his life now. Yeah. 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 Um. But so uh, we're back to Rachel and Tobias, and uh, the plan is for Rachel to fastball special Tobias up into a tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I. Just, like, it's not what a fastball special is, but every time another, a character throws another character in some way, shape, or form, my brain just immediately goes, oh, a fastball special. Sure. Um, Which is one of the, like, that is, I think, the best thing that X-Men has ever done is bring that into the world. Sure. Um, so, uh, Tobias is in a tree while Rachel's getting attacked. Um, she runs right? and turns into a bear. A bear. Um, yes. And Tobias, and Tobias acquires a, into... Tobias acquires a Di- uh, a, Di- a Dionychus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he turns into da- this little Dionychus. Da- mm-hmm. And he Dionychus. Sorry, no go idea. on. <laughs> <laughs> he um, well, it, it must be something like Danny because 
Rachel, blessed angel of my heart, calls it like just like a Danny Knockus at some point, and Tobias is <laughs> and like, I'm, no, I'm Rachel, that situation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tobias morphs into this dinosaur and he totally loses control of the morph uh, and goes forward and attacks Rachel and she tries to reach him by reminding him he's a human and it's not working and it's not working and then she's like oh wait shit hey Tobias hey you're a hawk remember your wings and then that's what makes him go like oh shit hi Rachel (laughs) and it's like Tobias and for as fatalistic as she is does not let him live it down he's like right Also, I will say, dinosaur science has advanced enough since this book came out that I think she doesn't actually say, remember your wings. I think she says, remember your feathers. Mm -hmm. And now I'm pretty sure scientists are, because I was looking up a picture of this dinosaur, scientists are now fairly sure that this specific breed of dinosaur has feathers. Oh, sure. Which, yeah, (laughs) I like dinosaur science. I'm thinking about that. I, I I think I like them more when I think about them as just really big, weird birds, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just don't like lizards. <laughs> I love the big lizard. ones, but like really big ones, like crocodiles. Yeah. Fuck that shit. The swamp um. is full of free dogs. <laughs> um, and then and then a fucking brontosaurus falls on Jake's legs and somehow does not break them. Well, first he gets eaten by a T Rex and uses his whole body to make him make it throw him up. No, this is this is this is this is the exact same thing. But immediately before he acquires oh, the morph, right? Yeah. Jake, uh, J- I, a bro- I believe it's a brontosaurus, falls down on Jake's legs and somehow does not break them. Yeah, I was very curious about that because I was like, oh, are we just slowly but surely breaking all of the bones of the team? Is that the fun <laughs> new thing that we're doing in this book? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> he drinks a lot of milk, so he's got strong bones. He's got those yeah. strong bones. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, bird bones is literally a saying about having weak bones. So I guess Yeah, they're, they're <laughs> so, hollow and shit, so. Yeah. Yeah, Jake gets eaten by a T-Rex and uses his body to make it throw up. And Great. <laughs> then he, like, collapse. I love this moment. Uh, he, you know, the team kind of rescues him. They all acquire the T-Rex DNA, and they're all standing around. And then collapse, collapse, excuse me. I tried to combine the word Jake and collapse. Um, <laughs> Jake, like, collapses from the adrenaline of just being eaten by a fucking T-Rex. And it's mm-hmm. described as just arms reaching out to catch him. Like, it doesn't say who. Mm-hmm. And that's just good and true because, obviously, yes, the whole team would grab him. Family. And, and protect him. Family! <laughs> oh, they also, like, describe the acquiring of the T-Rex as just, like, a big ceremony, I guess. Or, like, a ritual. Yeah, I don't know. Which, it's, like, there, There's a couple of mentions of that. In this, like when when they figure out how to make fire for the first time, Cassie talks about how it feels very religious. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also a moment later when we finally, for the first fucking time, meet some aliens. Um, mm-hmm. uh, In a sci-fi book. <laughs> yes. So we meet we meet two new species. One is called a Nesk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the other one's called uh, what's the other one called? Uh, I think it's like Mercora. Mercora, yeah. Um, and the thing I like the most about the Makora and the, the way they're described is that they are, uh, like, by law, asymmetrical. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's fucking to, cool. When we get there, I want to read out. I'm not going to read the whole description, but I have a pretty good ab- abbreviated version of it written down here because they're so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them so much. Uh, but we sort of get a hint of them for the first time about now in that 
Marco and sort of their gang are walking and uh, they see a canyon and there's shiny buildings at the bottom. Just before this, they're talking about like the lightning they saw the night before. And Axe is like, lightning? Did you not see how it's like infrared signature was too blue to be natural? I Oh, I just assumed you guys knew that that was definitely made by an alien. And they were like, no, we didn't. In the future, try not to assume that we know something was made by an alien. Please tell us. Axe and he's is like, just oh. so cocky because like, he literally is the dumbest boy alive. So like anytime, but he's the dumbest boy alive who comes from a culture that's a bit more advanced or considerably more advanced than human culture in certain it's areas. It's such a good character thing and I fucking love it. I know, it's by bad. Analy- by Analyte standards, Axe is extremely loyal and hard-boiled in his society, but also just dumb as a thumb. He's so dumb. He's so stupid and beautiful, and I love yeah, him. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, it's great. He's a son, and for sure. W- oh, yeah, we actually meet our second alien pretty quickly after this, I believe, because, first of all, yeah, Rachel is not letting Tobias live down the fact that he attacked her but she's also really hungry so for just about five minutes straight she just lists all of the food you could slice like (laughs) she's like you sliced me up like a like a hunk of cheddar cheese like a fresh baked baguette like just on and on about all of the foods that you can cut up Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like that's most food ritual but you know what she also says do you think i know things about like food where food grows do you think that i've ever picked corn off a corn tree and tobias just says corn trees <laughs> it's so funny it's so rachel funny. you live in a society <laughs> corn is one of the most recognizable ones your gor- your girlfriend works and lives on a farm yep um, oh my god! But while they're doing this, they jo- they see a tree with fruit on it, and they go over, and they meet an alien, and then they attack the alien, and the alien is ants. <laughs> alien I actually is really like that. The alien bursts ants. its ants, and I was like, oh, that's dope, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do have one qualm, and it's the fact that uh, Rachel doesn't like her fried eggs over easy, um, which is super fucked up to me. Uh, she's like, I don't like the soft and runny, and I'm like, who are you? <laughs> I I don't eat eggs anymore, but I tend to agree. Do you- Blair, I'm I'm gonna say something that uh, I think you were just gonna ban me from this podcast and server for. Yeah. The only way that I can eat eggs is omelet. Literally, okay, I cannot consider fine. any other way. That's okay. I like an I fuck with an omelet. Like um, just like just like a simple plain omelet with some diced onion in there, and that's it. Just a little bit of sriracha on top. Perfect Sunday morning breakfast. Yeah, I fuck with an omelet. That's fine. Um, fried eggs I'm so particular about, um, I, I, I need them to be basically mostly liquid, um, which is probably not good for me, uh, but that's <laughs> fine. <laughs> I, yeah, um, I feel, diff- I, like, when I would, when I was eating eggs, like, I always had to fry them too hard, but I love a poached egg, so oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, what my fucking sure. standards are. <laughs> is it? Is it just, like, the surface area of white? Maybe. And, like, a po- yeah, a poached egg, it's all kind of in there, and there's normally, you know, 15 pounds of hollandaise sauce. That's so true. So you can sort of mix it all in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, I want some eggs, Benny. Rachel would probably drink a raw egg. 
<laughs> oh yeah, she hates she hates her fried eggs runny, but she'll just eat a whole rye. <laughs> I can see that. She wants to get large. <laughs> I, I, I think that Rachel I think like alright. I have a weird question, but it's one that I just thought of and I really wanna I really wanna have this discussion. Okay. Drinks for the animorphs. Drinks for each one of them. What does each one of them drink? Rachel tries to get into juicing, but fucking hates it. Oh no, I meant like alcohol. <laughs> oh, alcohol. Um well the children, first of all. Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> she would drink no, really strong like strong quote girly unquote cocktails the ones that are like really really sweet and brightly colored but also contain like five ounces of hard liquor right exactly yeah um marco says he's into craft beer but he's not marco drinks natty light (laughs) marco drinks natty light he says he's into beer but that's yeah he just drinks like light cheap beer um so but cassie i think is legitimately into craft beer um, I, I, Cassie, Cassie to me reads more like just like scotch on the rocks. That's it. No way. No, no? way. No. I I honestly just don't think she would drink that often. Is that's one true. thing. That's true. Um, maybe 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 like maybe like a nice Pinot Noir. <laughs> wine. I don't think she'd be a wine. No, she's person not a either. wine either. Yeah. She's not a wine person either. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, I think she she'd go for craft beers just because she would like have one really interesting complex beer over the course of two hours with dinner. And yes. that's mm-hmm. kind of like <laughs> yeah, what yeah, she'd yeah, do. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. Marco and- would definitely try to drink scotch, but he would wince every single time and just end up pouring Diet Coke into it. Oh, yeah, he, like, tries to impress, like, someone by, like, bringing them to a distillery. Yeah. Um, oh, no. And, <laughs> and just fucking hates everything and gets so sick. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tobias, on the other hand, does drink wine. Oh, oh he, yes! <laughs> oh, my God. Red wine, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jake. Jake is straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> Jake gets drunk exactly once, and then he's like, I'd rather be the designated driver. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jake is that um, uh, uh, drill tweet where it's like, it's Friday night, try to, time to drink one beer and call, and call 911 immediately. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Axe. That's good. Um, in his human morph, I think, would be like really into flavored vodkas. Which oh, totally. <laughs> oh, um, no. Which is horrible for him because he gets so sick. Because they just taste good and he doesn't realize, right? Yep. Um, and then he's like, oh, no. And it's just the worst. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. A drunk andalite is one of the most, is like, that's like, like, if you just fused words. He can't stand words. on two legs in the first place. He struggles standing upright on two legs in the first place. Oh, no. I'm more worried about his tail. No, no, no. He has to be, he doesn't have a fucking mouth. Um... Sarah, so he has to be in human morph if he's gonna drink booze. I meant, listen, okay, he drinks booze, and then it's an hour, it's an hour and 50 minutes after turning into a human, what the fuck, and he's still so, he's still drunk as a skunk, what is the he, fuck are you Is he, or does the blood get replaced, and he isn't? I think, yeah, I think, because, like, because you're, because you're, cause, no, 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 because you're, because you're, listen, listen, your, your whole ass body is in zero space. Right? Like, it's the whole ass thing there. So you just swap. 
and it's fine. Like, he wasn't drunk as an Andalite, but if he goes back into his human morph, he's gonna be fucked up. Oh my god, Axe is no, just no, drunk every he single won't. time he morphs his human morph for the next <laughs> three weeks. That's not how this works. Yes, it is! Well, no. it isn't with the morphs, because it's just they're just reconstructing it from the DNA, and I think only the original bodies are in Z-Space. Yeah, that right? yeah, Thank yeah. you. Right, but, yeah. Thank you, Seda. Um, they like all do like a weird body swap thing. They just get like extremely drunk for an hour and fifty minutes, and then we're like, "Oh, this sucks." They just turn back. Um, <laughs> I look. I want. I want to party with the animorphs. Is what I'm yeah. Saying, I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the animorphs, um, Where are we? <laughs> so they're all looking down at this shiny city. And uh, they're thinking about sort of flying down to go check it out. And Cassie's like, maybe I should do recon alone because I don't want to, uh, you know, like I don't want anyone else to get hurt. And Marco's like, yeah, I'll go with you. I don't think she's talking about not wanting me to get hurt. And like looks at Jake and it's like, idiots, you both don't want Jake to get hurt. (laughs) All that both of you think about is fine. Um, But then they all they all just go. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and this at one at this point, this is when all of the gang reunites because Rachel and Tobias beat up the ant guy and they get chased by a spaceship. And again, just to reiterate, they're both way too ready for death to go on missions together because Tobias like flies up and he sees that they're being run into a trap and says, mm-hmm. we're surrounded on three sides. We're not surrounded on the left side, but there is a giant chasm there and I couldn't stay there for long enough to figure out how deep it is and she's like okay and so they just go left and dive into this chasm that ends up being 500 feet deep Mm -hmm. and it's great because at this point we change perspectives to uh jake and which means that we get to see tobias and rachel falling down this chasm in their dinosaur morphs and they both grab onto these flying dinosaurs that are sort of circling around and just fucking hang glide on them and we get to watch this all from a third party perspective and it makes me so happy it's so dumb there's a lot of stuff that goes on really suddenly here. They crash into a force field, so they're just sort of hanging out in the air. And mm-hmm. then Cassie learns that the dinosaur is Rachel. And Jake says, we're all treated to the utterly bizarre sight of an osprey attempting to hug a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. <sighs> friends. I love them. <sighs> friends. Girlfriends. Oh. Family. Yeah, it's good. And then we meet the Mercora, who are... I think one of my favorite physical descriptions of an alien we've had so far. Lay it on us. They're they're three feet tall and eight feet wide with like (laughs) innumerable eyes that just Mm -hmm. blink open and close all the time in groups. On one side of their body, they have four big legs and this huge pincer claw that goes three, like closes three ways. On the Mm -hmm. other side, they have three small legs and two strong human ass arms with long tapered fingers. It's so fucking it's good. Fucking, it's, it's so great because it's like legitimately hugely alien and it fucking rules. Yeah. Make more violently asymmetrical aliens, you bitch cowards. It's so good. Oh my god. It yeah. It <laughs> It feels like a prehistoric alien. It's great. Totally. Yeah. I thought uh, I wasn't sure if they if they were going to be revealed to be actual aliens or some sort of super advanced dinosaur which Mm -hmm. the distinction between in a sci-fi universe is 
probably kind of thin anyway, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they sort of reveal, hey, we're the Mercora. Our home planet was destroyed by a black hole. We live here. Where are y'all from? And they go to tell them, and Tobias is like, eh, don't, don't tell them, because evidence from our time points to things not working out great for them. Think about it. We've never found a Mercora fossil. Don't think that they survive. We can't tell them that we're from this planet, but in the future. Yeah. And it's revealed that broccoli is not of Earth, but was in, in fact imported from the Mercora's original planet. So stupid. Um, I'm so good. obsessed with it. Now that is the dumb Animorph shit that I love. Absolutely yes. love. Yeah. Oh, Animorphs, you are so good to me. And things kind of, as they often do at the end of Animorphs books, kind of start to happen really fast here. Mm -hmm. Uh, They decide they need a big explosion to open the time rift again, and they go decide to attack the Nesk base because the Nesk are scavengers and just have a bunch of shit. Like like potentially a nuke. Yeah. Yeah. And they decide to go there as dinosaurs because the Nesk will attack anything that they view as having sentience because they just want to own everything. It seems like they're like the just a hyper parody of colonialism Mm -hmm. (laughs) um which is interesting and they're all ants still which Mm -hmm. i still think is so cool Mm -hmm. jake and cassie have this really lovely hulk scene because she's uh they all turn into t-rexes right and then she like loses herself in it and she's attacking a triceratops right after she said i hate being a predator morph like i don't like doing this i don't even like hurting people when it's necessary but she's attacking this Triceratops, and they have a Hulk moment where Jake's like, well, no, maybe if I'm in my human morph, she'll recognize me and calm down. <laughs> and it's just so Thor slash Natasha, like, touching Hulk's hand and singing him a lullaby. Mm-hmm. Oh. It makes me happy. Yeah. And sad. That. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me happy and sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The... Nesk have a thing that can explode to send them back, basically, is what they learn. Um, and uh, they, um, I kind of, like, as they were talking, again, as they were talking about it, I was like, this isn't going to come, there's going to be some sort of complication, you're not going to mm-hmm. get this thing, but it's fine because there's a comet that's going to hit you anyway, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing that I did like was because the Mercora have been established as using thought speak, mm-hmm. um, the main defense mechanism that the Nesk have in their storage facility is a thought speak detector. Like they don't notice physical force, which makes sense if you've got a bunch of lizards stomping around, probably always hurting your stuff. You don't mm-hmm. really need to, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to detect for something like hitting you really hard. But what does mm-hmm. make sense is that if your main enemy uses thought speak to have something that detects thought speak. So I thought that mm-hmm. was a kind of cool way for them to, for those kids to get in trouble again. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It was good. Those little rascals. Those rascals. There's like a very video gamey sequence where basically a bunch of the Nesk ships start to take off so that they can attack from the from the air and they realize, oh, instead of trying to fight them while they're flying, we should stop them from doing that. Mm-hmm. And the, Tobias and I think Cassie, I don't know, a couple of them just start throwing their dynamorphs at the ships in this like very video gamey like time to jump on the enemy <laughs> kind of way. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's fine, I guess. And then Jake gets fucking shot in half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
There was was half a dinosaur. Yeah, Yeah. very explicitly. Um, This, I think, was the closest thing to a like uh, something that actually took me aback, which was yeah, when Rakora showed up, show up to um, defend them, even though they have like a strict nonviolence policy and they put force fields over them as like a protection thing. But then they actually do engage in fire with the Nesk ships. And when the gang gets sort of the Nesk see the humans basically and the Andalite and they're like, "Uh Oh, they have weird allies. We're out of here. And the Mercora pull them onto their ship and they see that um, the Mercora have to make a physical sacrifice in order to justify violence. Mm-hmm. Um, their legs regenerate, but they have to externalize the pain that they cause to themselves. Like they cut off one of their own legs to, I think it's, it's both like in honor of their uh, like, crewmates who died but also very much seems like oh we're about to engage in violence in like breaking an oath so we have to cut off one of our legs and that was really interesting and this is the other one the other point where things get very ritualistic because the Mercora like make a pile of their legs that they've cut off and they like drape it in cloth Mm -hmm. and Rachel notices this and then there's this beautiful line where Cassie says our legs don't regenerate and the pilot says well guess you just have to bear that pain inside and cassie says yep i will (laughs) it's like oh no cassandra yeah i thought that was great then then things get very real for tobias (laughs) things get real for tobias um shit i'm trying to (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, things get very real for Tobias because basically they're, the Nesk have left after like seeing what they assume are these powerful new allies. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Rakura are celebrating. They celebrate by planting a bunch of seeds because they're the best aliens in the entire world. They're like, hell yeah, the enemies trying to kill us have left the planet. Let's till some soil and plant some more fucking broccoli. I love <laughs> them so much. Oh my god. And I'm wondering if the science actually follows that broccoli. Probably not, right? That broccoli is that old. I can't old. imagine. No, My brain is like, broken because you, you're you saying broccoli, and I know broccoli is what is the topic here, but my brain just, like, my brain just hears that, and, like, the, the small Naruto part of my brain person was like, broccoli? 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 Oh, as broccoli. in the Naruto character, broccoli. <laughs> as in the Naruto character, broccoli. My brain's just, like, just like a fucking dog. It's like, broccoli? <laughs> yeah. We're talking about Rockley? Mm-hmm. Hey, let's talk about the part where he drops his ankle weights. That was fucking cool. Yeah. Rockley? Rockley? I never watched Naruto, but I know him because he's got big eyebrows. <laughs> he's got big eyebrows and he is my son. I subscribed to Shonen Jump for a while, so I probably read some of it. Sure. Uh, I think so. Yeah, you I still have those. Big. I still have those at my home, at my dad's house. They're like Shonen Jump magazines from like... 2003 um yeah i was gonna say nine maybe no much older um yeah (laughs) shit yeah because you were more of the Yu-Gi-Oh brand yes that was i wrote i wrote so much Yu-Gi-Oh fanfiction um and then i stopped for a very long time you should get back Um, into that yeah i should actually that would be great um uh Yu-Gi-Oh! is good, actually, is the thing. Um, but that's fine. 
basically, uh, the Nesk reroute this comet so that it will hit Earth uh, directly on top of the Mercora. Mm-hmm. And the Mercora come in to talk to, to the gang, and they're like, hey, this is what's just happened. And they kind of realize that the Mercora don't want to ask for the nuke, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the only way that they could theoretically stop this comet from hitting them. Mm-hmm. And what Tobias does is uh, conspire with Axe to dismantle the bomb so that they can fly it up and try to knock the comet off course, but it won't work because he says, this is the comet. Like, this is the comet that causes the extinction of the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. And if we let them make it not happen, then we're changing the entire course of history and we mm-hmm. can't do that. Mm-hmm. Which is like, holy shit, Tobias. Everyone's like really mad at him, but also they're relieved what that they didn't have to make the to choice. Do, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's like the only logical answer here, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, unless Animorphs is going to take a really weird turn. And I was thinking that. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> is this series going to get really wild into like alternate <laughs> history? Can you imagine if I had just been, like, burying this lead the entire... Like, I just been hiding this the entire time. Like, get right... Re- like, man, this 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 series is about to take off. This is about to go fucking... Well, not only would it just be alternate history, but evolution would look completely different. Yeah. Right? You know what? That's honestly, <laughs> the way that Capelgate writes about animals, I bet that she would love to do a series that's just what if dinosaurs still yeah like <laughs> hey Capelgate, can we write her up can we, like, hey. this is a great, i'd be willing to give this idea to her for free yeah just to see what fucking happens <laughs> it's, i'm gonna tweet i'm gonna tweet at her now okay <laughs> please um yeah so basically they all escape. They dive into the ocean. Obviously, the comet closes the rift, and there's this beautiful image of them all floating in space, watching 65 million years of Earth time go on fast forward. For a mm-hmm. second, I thought it was going to be really horrifying, and they were going to have to live every single minute of those 65 million years and mm-hmm. just like slowly kind of lose their minds in space. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, they get to watch it fast, which is nice. And it's mm-hmm. just gorgeous because they they talk about uh, how the atmosphere changes after the comet hits and how the colors all change, uh, how different life forms start expanding and how humanity appears for like 0.5 seconds because in 65 million years, humanity's really done not very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's like in it's like in the um I, I the the way that my uh, professor always described it was like if the if the universe to if time to this point has been a day twenty four hours we make up like less than a tenth of a second we are less than a we are less than we are like it is eleven fifty nine fifty nine point mm-hmm. like nine nine eight for us. Mm-hmm. It's so cool and it's just such a great. A good sci-fi image to have. And then they're all back home and, you know, it does the thing where (laughs) they wrap everything up in the last, like, (laughs) half chapter where Jake is basically like, I tried to become a T-Rex and it didn't work. And Cassie's like, yep. 
and then we get a note from Tobias being like, hey, I looked it up and scientists say that all of these species that we've talked about didn't... Okay, hi, hi bud. Um, all of these... <laughs> <laughs> Some of these species had gone extinct, but who are you going to believe? A bunch of fucking scientists or somebody who was there? <laughs> and it's like, did you write the book and then realize that there was a logical... Like, there was a problem there, or did you just go, but I want all of them to be there, or... <laughs> Probably a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Right? Yeah, it's fine. Honestly, like, go wild. You might as well. That, that like, span of time is such a complete, like, so completely impossible for humans to imagine that you might as well be like, yeah, scientists were just off by a couple million years. Yeah, yeah, it... yeah. <laughs> but it's... Uh... It's especially great for somebody who, very similar to what you were saying at the beginning, as much as I like dinosaurs and I'm interested by them, I don't really know the, I don't know them. I don't know them. Yeah. I don't yeah, know yeah, them. Yeah. I don't know her. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and so if you'd just been like, I would never have noticed if oh, you put yeah. dinosaurs in the wrong time. Yeah. Her editor was probably like, hey, Cap, we'll get, I did a little research yeah. for you. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's a cute, it's a really cute way to end the book, though. It is. Yeah. Oh, I love and, Tobias. He's so nerdy. Yeah. I know. I love Tobias so much. Cool. And that's Animorph. I think I enjoyed this book a lot more talking about it than I did actually reading about it. But I think that's also because we talked about Axe getting really drunk, which is just... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... Yeah. Do you think you could, do you think if you just like splashed some vodka on his hooves, like he would just be like, oh fuck? Well, we don't know oh, the metabolism would react to that. It yeah. could kill him. It <laughs> could. Uh, that's that's a real reason we go like, oh fuck. It's literally poison we put into our bodies. Not to be like that guy, but kind of is. Um, <laughs> Very much is. <laughs> <laughs> so we just don't know. Um, okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this week's. The Animorphs. Next week is book twelve. Not the Animorphs. Shut the fuck. The Wonder Years. I know a podcast I'm on. <laughs> Don't talk to me about anything ever. Shit. Next next book is twenty. Uh, next book is book twenty. The no, sorry, nineteen. Nineteen. Oh, is it okay? Yes. Uh, next book is number nineteen, The Departure, which is a Cassie book, but also Jake narrates some things. Oh, I remember this one. Oh, this one's fucked up. Okay. This cool. one's fucked up. This yeah. one's fucked up. But um. The um, <laughs> I'll hold my hand through it. The um, the one after that is when my f- the absolute wildest thing with possibly aside from the, okay. Cut that. I'm cutting that sentence off because that is even just saying that is too much of a spoiler. It has. It is just so fucking wild after this next book for three books. It's three books of some of the most wild fucking shit of a mini arc. Holy shit, the way that one ends fucking hurts. I love a mini arc, so I'm real excited. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so, yeah, so uh, thank you for joining us this week. We will see you next week. Do you reading? Or, I don't even know if people read in preparation of this fucking podcast. You should. It's good for your brain. Yeah, do you reading? Um, Did we get questions? Uh, I think we got a question. Yeah. Jasmine Marsh Pidmon said, asked, do you think it was fair to shove our favorite trauma teens into yet another hellish situation for tie-in bucks? Was this a tie-in? Did Megamorphs happen at the same time as the original run of the run of the, like, numbered books? Or were they released 
subsequently. Were, I believe they were released at like the same time. I believe they were released like it in the fucking in the fucking time stream. It was like you know, book eighteen released, Megamorphs. Book nineteen released. Hmm. The tie-in is broccoli. It's sponsored by broccoli. <laughs> sponsored by broccoli. Yeah, Caplegate <laughs> Cap- is deep in big broccoli's pocket. <laughs> I wish I had hummus, but I only have broccoli. Um, and then oh our... oh, oh. Some, something interesting coming up. Um, mm. The uh, we are not super soon, but relatively soon, we are coming up on the first uh, instance of the ghost writing. Ghost writing. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like ha- like past uh, starting at book twenty five, almost every installment is ghost written. Oh, so we can't yell at Capelgate anymore. No, but we we still will. Yes. Okay. <laughs> then it becomes Caplegate the title rather than Caplegate the person. Caplegate the entity. Great it. Great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, she she does yeah she actually after book twenty five she writes four more. Oh wow. She writes num- she she writes numbers uh twenty six number thirty two and then the last two books in the entire series. Mm-hmm. That's wild. So that's questions except for and also in the tweet timeline is the one that you said Capelgate, but we've discussed that um <laughs> uh yeah if you want to support the show you can do so uh, uh patreon.com forward slash fear baiting um uh most of the, the 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 things that go for it are fear baiting related but uh five dollars a month will read your name out on the show for either podcast um also five dollars a month you can make us say things with our like m- face meat um so do that uh we we love to say things for you um uh that's uh patreon.com forward slash fear baiting uh if you want to contact the show you can do so at the wonder yerks on twitter or the wonder yerks at gmail.com thank you very much to michael kaiser sophie kit paul bechtel and twitter years with sophie altergeist we love you the most more than more than anyone else who listens to this if you want to find your beautiful hosts on the internet you can find me at blair kitch on twitter or blairkitch.tumblr.com sarah where can we find you uh at gayest lulu on twitter gayest.tumblr.com henry kissinger's pokemon going to die my leftism podcast oh and also our sister podcast fear baiting where we talk about horror oh yeah and stuff. We, we mentioned that a couple of times yep, yep, yep. sita where can we find you on the internet I'm on Twitter at nudity with an EA instead of a Y. I make music as people you meet outside of bars. And you can find my band camp at gaygothvibes.online. Slash check out the other podcast I do that I will eventually start updating called Music for Mole Hills, where I make music to solve, 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 solve small problems. Got the <laughs> second one out there eventually. <laughs> it's hard when words start with the same letter. Yeah. That's it's okay. A hard, it's, a, it's a good podcast. I'm going to say <laughs> language is fake. But mm-hmm, podcasts yeah. are real. Podcasts are real. <laughs> Things that are real. Podcasts. Things that are real. Uh, Death and love. <laughs> Death, love, and podcasts. Is that it for Animorphs? That's the entire of the Wonder Yerks. Um, yeah. uh, join us the n- two weeks from now when we read the 19th book in the series. Um, but until then, I have been Blair. I'm still Sarah. I'm Seda. Uh, and re- remember, keep your hands. <laughs> On the on, on the on the device. device. <laughs> on the device.